Welcome to the Steel Men Podcast, where we take a 15-minute look at a new story and try to have an honest conversation about it. We're the Steel Men. My name's Will, and with me is Jay. Say hi, Jay. What's up, brother? Hey, Jay. What is your favorite line from Star Wars? Um, I think it's that one line when uh, Darth Vader and Luke are in the in the station. They just had the fight. He cut his hand off, and Darth looks at him, and he says, uh, some family gossip, and then... Luke falls off and he screams like this. Ah! That's my favorite part. Today we're going to talk about Gina Carano, who was recently let go from Lucasfilms on her, for her role in The Mandalorian and probably other future Disney projects. Jay, have you heard about this story? Oh, yeah. Yeah, as someone who has been a big Star Wars fan my whole life and in particular a big fan of The Mandalorian... Um, I have heard about it, and it's, uh, I just want to, we're going to get into the details on what she did, but I just want us to all zoom out for just a second and look at uh, uh, this story from a certain perspective. So we have, a, we have an actress blamed for anti-Semitism. She compares the Holocaust, Jews and the Holocaust, to the poor Republicans, and that's why she got fired. But then the next day, less than 24 hours later, She's hired by a Jew, one of the most popular Jewish people in the media world, to star in a movie with her. If, if Whatever side of the political spectrum you're on, please take a moment and enjoy the irony. Shakespeare could not write something more poetic than that. Well, uh, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. I have watched... A lot of Star Wars material, all of the Mandalorian episodes, pretty much out of obligation because my wife is a huge Star Wars fan. Uh, but today, I thought this was a very interesting topic, and I wanted to look at four of her tweets, or maybe five of her tweets, tweets depending on time, uh, and ask whether it's fair to get offended and outraged. So let's go ahead and look at the first one. So the first one is, we need to clean up the election process so we're not feeling the way we do today. Put laws in place that protect us against voter fraud, investigate every state, film the counting, flush out the fake votes, require ID, make voter fraud end in 2020, fix the system. I'm disgusted. So uh, one thing I want to note immediately is there's nothing on here about uh, there's nothing on here about the election being fraudulent. Mm. So what do you think? Is this worth getting offended and outraged, especially with that in mind? Well, look, on the one hand, this is like the same tweet I've seen from many of my leaning conservative uh, friends, on whether it's on uh, social media or just hearing what they think. And we're talking about uh, center-right people, not far-right, like Trump uh, acolytes. It's sort of a conspiracy theory, theory that there's all this voter fraud, and yet we know that there's some amount of voter fraud. So expressing the view that you just think, hey— we should probably take voter fraud seriously and make sure that we do a good job showing that our our, our, our system is legitimate. Um, but you know what you could read into this is that this is a subtle way of signaling. This is like a dog whistle to people. We can, yeah, we can technically say none of this is saying that the system's illegitimate, but come on, right? She's spouting the same misinformation that caused people to riot the Capitol and try to take over the government. Yeah, I'm not into mind reading, so I, I just can't buy into that kind of argument. What I see here is a reasonable 
thing that you that I think any pro democracy person would be in favor of. You want to have a fair election. These seem like ideas to make sure that the election is fair. She isn't saying here that the election is stolen. If she says in another tweet, I'm just not aware of it. And I think it's reasonable. Like these are the things you want to do. And the only thing I can figure is if you are outraged by this, then you have some sort of position that says you can't question anything at all about democracy or it'll, it'll be in danger. And to me, that says a lot about democracy, if that's the case. Like, no, that, that's, that says nothing about democracy. That just says something about human nature, that people try to suppress other people who are saying things they don't well, I don't think it has anything to do with whether or not we have a voting system. I'm, I'm just saying... I'm not criticizing the institution here. I'm criticizing the mindset. This is what I have to assume their position is, that you can't doubt the election process at all. If you doubt the election process at all, and that means even little things like that, the fact that any voting, fake voting happens, like anything, then that somehow puts democracy at risk. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So the next tweet we're going to look at is like this. In my experience, screaming at someone that they are racist when they are indeed not a racist capitalize not and any post and or research you do will show you these exact facts then i'm sorry these people are not quote educators they are cowards and bullies so what do you think about that one this is a little tough for me i personally don't see anything we're talking about as abhorrent uh as disney said that all of this stuff was but if i'm trying to steal man why that this tweet was inappropriate and at the very least is tone deaf and someone should maybe educate Gina on the experiences of minorities or something. It would probably, it would have to go something like this. She is prioritizing how she feels and how she's offended that someone is calling her a racist when there is actual racism going on, and people are trying to stop the actual racism. And here Gina Carano is boo-hooing because people are being mean to her about say, saying that she's racist. Like, this is what your prior, this is what you want to tweet about to help the world, uh, is pointing out, because there are cowards and bullies in every group of activists, all of them. So bitching about the bad part of a crowd that's trying to help minorities not be suppressed? Come on, Gina. That's the best I got. Well, I mean, that's that's actually probably really good for people who agree with you. So, I, I mean, I feel like I heard, like, Kendi from you or something. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was uh, channeling my uh, Ibram Kendi there. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, of course, I think it's fine that she called uh, some of these, you know, quote, educators, cowards, and bullies, because I think they act like that. But I do think you did a great job there. So the next yeah, one we're going to talk you. about, yeah, <laughs> so the next one we're going to look at is when she listed her pronouns as beep, bop, boop. Uh, so I guess this one, I can see why people would get offended by this one. So I'll steal man this. I think if you recognize that uh, some people do list their pronouns and that, that being called their proper pronouns is very important to them, I can see why mocking them is offensive. And I can see why people get outraged about it. I think in context, though, why she's doing this is really important. And uh, I believe, Jay, you, you go ahead and read her tweet on this. So she actually said two things that I want to quote. This one came out immediately after it says, 
They're mad because I won't put pronouns in my bio to show my support for trans lives. After months of harassing me in every way, I decided to put three very controversial words in my bio. Beep, bop, boop. Okay, and then later, she clarified, saying, Beep, bop, boop has zero to do with mocking trans people and everything to do with exposing the bullying mentality of the mob that has taken over the voices of many genuine causes. Making jokes about people, when people are simply trying to get you to support these people who clearly have it much rougher than the rest of us cis people. Sick. Sick, Gina. Get better. But clearly, to me, there's no way Gina is transphobic and hates trans people or thinks that they're not really people or that they don't exist or that uh, they deserve to get shit. I don't believe that about Gina. We, we can't read our minds. I'm not a mind reader either. But she totally did apologize for this. And she removed it. The fourth one we're going to look at is Democrat government leaders now recommend we all wear blindfolds all along with the masks so we can't see what's really going on. <laughs> so this one is very not offensive to me. It's kind of boomery. But uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, like this is what this is just like the thing my uh, uncle my conservative uncle posts on his Facebook for a chuckle to get a few likes right. and high fives from conservative buddies. There's just nothing. This is just such a non-issue. It's just like so boring. I, what are we even, who even gives a shit? Right. So for the final one we're going to look at is, is the one that she eventually got fired for. Um, so here it goes. Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. A unhappy face, a <laughs> frowny face, uh, because history is edited. Most people don't. Uh, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that different from hating someone for their political views? So this tweet was labeled as anti-Semitic. So immediately, let's talk about that. Is this anti-Semitic? What do you think, Jay? Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm trying to make it anti-Semitic in my head. Like, how is this? An yeah, okay, you know what it is? It's insensitive and ignorant to the experience, the particularly horrible experience that Jews uh, went through during, you know, Kristallnacht and the whole Holocaust. Maybe you're not directly hating them, but you're just blithely giving the finger to their obviously far more worse experience as if she's going through something similar. Yeah, but I mean, that that would be true. But I also, she's actually not comparing herself or her, her political ideas to the Jews. She's just asking a question that I think is a very fair question to ask. And that question is, how is, is there a difference between getting the population to hate a group of people for their political views and getting the same population to hate a group of people for their ethnicity. But the question overall, I think, is a very good question. What do you think? Is there a difference between those two things? This, doesn't, this is not what should be labeled as anti-Semitic. Uh, I am far more offended by the fact that she's uh, using Hitler. Like, I've said this on a podcast recently. I I drop my respect level just a little bit anytime somebody brings up Nazi Germany to make a point about something in our modern 
political world, uh, that's the worst thing that she just invoked Hitler like so many other uh, uh, tweets do. But that's exactly what makes it a non-issue and a non-story. Who does? Who hasn't compared their political, uh, the government or some part of politics to Nazi Germany? Come on, you certainly have. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean I do. Like I, I just did it uh, recently, even though I don't like people who do it. But hate is hate, man. Hating someone because they end up either a Republican or a Democrat, and then going along with the story of the Republicans or the story of the Democrats is not even close to something you should hate somebody for. So it's a good, So from that perspective, it's a great point she's making. Yeah, I, I think it's a great point. I, do, I will say that I do think there, there's an obvious difference, right? Uh, you can't pick being Jewish, but you can definitely pick being Republican. And maybe in some senses you can't. I guess some people are born into a family and just grow up being Republican. Well, I think I think I, that's a good. You could make the argument that indeed people don't really pick what they believe. You just believe what you believe, right? Yeah, but if you were, yeah, and I agree with that, and I think there, that's something to explore further. But I guess just an overall view, you could say that may be the difference. That maybe there's something inherent about being. Well, there's definitely something inherent about being a certain ethnicity versus you know your political views i don't know that, that's an that's, interesting no there a, is a difference yeah but uh i do think otherizing somebody else and then you know hating them is a good point point. and i wonder you know i've told to asked you this before like what was it like in 1920 germany like when were people saying maybe people at the time were saying you know uh if we continue on this road the government's going to end up killing uh, minorities, maybe even Jews. And I wonder if there's people at the time saying, "Hey, you're being ridiculous. There's no that you're you're being silly," and like <laughs> outraged by it. Uh, we, I mean, there's a there may be a parallel at some point in German history that's fair to draw draw that line, draw that parallel. <laughs> like I, I want SNL to do a sketch where they go back to 1920s, 1930s Germany, and they have two neighbors. Uh, having an argument about why the Jews are just these bad people with bad uh, a bad religion, and they just don't like their views, and somebody keeps warning them, well, you know, you go down the road of hate, and you might end up uh, killing them all, and they're like, ah, you're crazy. You're a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, that's, <laughs> there's something hilarious there. Well, I think that was pretty good. you have anything else? I think, uh, oh, yeah, we missed... Oh, um, I'm sorry, we're out of time. 